What's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasize Football. We are back once again, bringing y'all some more content for the 2021 Fantasy Football season. Baby, we are here. Yes, we are. And I have something a little different today. I wanted to bring y'all five tips to help you win your league in 2021, to help you win your fantasy football league in 2021. But before we get into that, I did want to quickly mention, thank you all so much. You are sweet, sweet individuals. I love you so very much for coming by on a weekly basis, showing your boys some love and support. It really, honest to God, means the world to me. Dropping the likes, dropping the comments, subscribing to the channel, helping that algorithm, helping boost the growth of the channel, taking fantasy football to the moon, baby, to the promised land. We are getting there. We're getting closer every single day. I couldn't express how much I appreciate it. And if you're new, thanks for coming by, showing me a little bit of uh, Show me, giving me a little bit of your time. I'm here showing you some stuff, but you giving me some of your time so I can do that. And I really, really honestly appreciate it. If at any point you do enjoy this video, make sure to drop a like, leave a comment and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Help me reach my goal of 200 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. I would really appreciate that. If you're listening to podcasts, make sure to drop a five-star review. Come over to YouTube, subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, drop a five-star on wherever you're, you, whatever podcast service you use. I'd really appreciate it. But let's get right into the main event, the meat and potatoes, the nitty gritty, whatever you want to call it. And that's my five tips to help you win your league in 2021, to help you win your fantasy football league in 2021. And the first tip is to make sure that you are prepared for your draft. Now, this first part of this tip is going to be very standard for most of you, but make sure you know your format. If you're joining a new league, if this is your first time playing fantasy football, whatever it may be, make sure you know the format. Is it half PPR, full PPR? If it's standard, it's standard. Just get the fuck out of the league, right? I'm trolling, but I don't like playing standard. Uh, 10 teams. 12 teams, if it's super flex, if it's one quarterback, two quarterback, tight end premium, all that stuff, just make sure you know the format. Now, these next two things kind of go hand in hand. Do a couple mock drafts and make sure that you have an idea of what's going on in terms of ADP average draft position. And the reason why you want to do this is because you want to know where guys are going and where you should be targeting certain players. If there's a guy that you really like, that you feel like you might need to pull a little reachy-poo for, then make sure you do some mocks, you get an idea where they're going, you study a little bit of the ADP so you have an idea. And the last thing here is to make sure that you do little research yourself whether you're watching videos like you are right now you're watching me i really appreciate that thank you so much i love you make sure you subscribe um but watch some videos listen to some podcasts look at some rankings make sure you print out said rankings and bring them to your draft because you don't want to be that asshole that's on the clock and says oh could i get this guy and they're like he's been gone for three rounds or taking 10 minutes for every one of your picks hey can i use your sheet can i use your sheet bring your own sheet right and if you got a little bit of time take a few markers or whatever and you know uh highlight you know in green the guys you like in yellow you're neutral red the guys you're avoiding and kind of get an idea who you're targeting who you like who you don't like who you're avoiding all that good shit but moving on to the second point and that is to make sure to not slack on waivers, baby. Do not slack on your waivers. The second tip is do not slack on waivers. Pay attention to waivers. It is very, very important. Post-draft, identify your potential needs. If you go very heavy on running back, you take an early tight end, you get a good quarterback, chances are you're going to be 
weak at wide receiver, vice versa. You go heavy at wide receiver and running back, maybe you're weak at tight end quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Kind of identify what you might need to target on the waiver wire throughout the season, right? That is very important. Also, make sure that on Tuesday nights, you take that 20 minutes to do your waiver claims, especially if you work in a priority system where you're on top of the waiver priority list. Make sure you make your claims. Make sure you're paying attention because if you miss out on this year's James Robinson, not that there will be, or Justin Jefferson, then there's always a few guys on waivers that can really, really positively impact your team year in and year out. So make sure you're paying attention to that. Instead of spending an extra 30 minutes on fucking Fortnite at night on Tuesdays, make sure that you do your waivers it's very important it could end up winning you your league or losing you your league another thing here is to look out for rookies in particular rookie wide receivers this isn't just for rookies but it's more so with rookies when you notice a trend on a player on waivers where they go from like week one they're getting they get two targets then they get three targets and then they get five targets go out and get that guy because what that means is they're getting more acclimated whether it be to a new team or to the if they're a rookie into the new offense to the next level they're getting more comfortable they're getting more involved so you want to get that guy because chances are the opportunities are going to continue to grow so look out for those rookies on the waivers especially wide receivers a lot of the running backs will already be scooped up but if you ever happen to find one of them out on the waivers that does have some value make sure you go out and grab them as well and that kind of segues into my next point which is when possible make sure to prioritize running back on the waiver wires right running back is a very very scarce position and it's at least in fantasy football and unless you have like a glaring hole a glaring weakness in your team if there is a running back that has a lot of opportunity that has a lot of volume that pops up whether it be because of an injury or they're taking over the back backfield on the waivers always prioritize that player because the positional scarcity is real you might not need that running back but somebody else in your league does and if you have that if you have that excess excess depth that means that you can go and fill in holes on your team with that excess excess depth I, that is so excess depth excess depth you say that five times fast over there excess depth all right because either you're going to need it yourself or somebody else in your league will need it and then hopefully you can fill in a hole on your team or strengthen a part of your roster where you're relatively weak at with that player so prioritize running backs when possible unless there's a glaring weakness in your team and the third tip is be smart with trading you don't always have to win the trade. Win the trade. You don't. You really don't, man. Just because your favorite fantasy analyst or YouTube guy or if I say that you lost your trade, you shouldn't have done this trade or whatever, doesn't mean that that's absolute. You shouldn't take that for religion, right? You really shouldn't because if there's a guy that you really believe in and you've seen them producing and you think they can continue to do it, go out and get them, man. Just because your friends or like I said, like a content creator or an expert um, says that you overpaid, whatever, man. I mean, within reason, don't go crazy. But if you can get a deal that you think is fair or at least close to fair to get one of your guys, just go out and do it. But on that same note, do not trade just to trade, right? If you're starting off strong, if your team is doing very well, you start off like 5-0, and right? You're doing very well. You don't have any glaring weaknesses on your team, anything like that. Don't just go out and make a trade to trade. If it's not broke, do not fix it. You hear me? If it's not broke, 
do not fix it. I know trading's very exciting. You get that shiny new toy, that new player to put in your lineup week in and week out. It's really cool, man. But unless you're addressing a need or getting a value or getting a guy that you really like, I don't think that it's a smart idea to just trade to trade. So keep that in mind as well. And the last thing here, you probably heard this a million fucking times. You're gonna be like, oh my God, Ace, Jeepers, Crow, bro. Come on, why you gotta go there? Buy low, sell high. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I said it. There it is. Buy low, sell high. It is so true, especially in redraft, man. Um, because you're going to see these opportunities come throughout the season, right? When you have the guy that goes, the running back, let's just use a running back for an example here, that goes two or three weeks in a row or, you know, two out of three weeks, whatever it might be, a few weeks in a row where, or alternating through weeks, a few weeks in a row, whatever it may be, uh, that goes for 60, 70 yards, no touchdowns, and say it's half PPR, full PPR, they get you know, like one, two catches, you know, and that, but they're getting 18 and 20 opportunities. The fantasy manager of that player is going to be pissed, right? They're going to be like, why did I draft this guy? He's screwing me. I'm losing weeks because of this guy. And he's going to be sick of the shit and he's going to want it off that player, right? And that's when it's your time as the lion in the den, as the, as the predator to pounce, you pounce, right? You pounce there and you Get that guy, man, because you're getting them at their lowest point. If a guy's getting 18 to 20 opportunities a week, eventually he will regress to the mean, right? Eventually he's going to score some touchdowns. If they've been getting before that, you know, the same amount of opportunities, but they've been getting four or five catches, right? Maybe they're just not connecting with the targets. They've been playing tough defenses. There's been a lingering injury we don't know about. Whatever it may be, go out and buy, like buy low on that player because you're buying them at their lowest value. You're getting you're getting them at the lowest value. And if it works out, they could end up being a league winner for you. And if it doesn't, you paid such a low number to get that player that you are not too hurt. Your roster is not too hurt by that. And conversely, sell high, right? And we'll use a wide receiver for an example here, right? If you have a player that's been getting, you know, five, six targets week in and week out, and two, three weeks in a row or for a few weeks, they get seven or eight targets or six or seven targets, just a couple more targets, one target, maybe more a week or two targets more, maybe a week. And they're doing really well, but they're converting seven targets into six catches for 70 yards and a touchdown or five catches for 50 yards and two touchdowns, whatever. That's the time to move on from that player. Volume is fucking king in fantasy football. Volume is most important. When a player is getting a lot of volume and they're not producing on it, that's okay. That's your opportunity to buy, low, to buy low. And when you have a player that isn't getting a lot of volume but is producing ridiculous numbers on that little volume they're getting, that is your opportunity to sell high because you are selling them at their peak value and you're getting assets in return that should, by the end of the season, uh, uh, outvalue, uh, outweigh what you gave up in order to get them, right? Because eventually we have to assume that everyone will kind of regress to the mean. Now, I'm not saying on a sell high situation, you go out and sell Devontae Adams of last season, right? A guy that is just going nuts week in and week out that's getting large volume and just producing on it. I'm not saying that. Guys with little volume that are producing at a very high rate, very efficient on their volume, on the little volume they get, eventually they will regress to the mean. So get off of them while you can get the most form. So that was tip number three. Moving on to tip number four. That is to know your league, right? Pay attention to your league mates. Pay attention to the guys that they like, the guys they don't like. A lot of us are playing in fantasy leagues with our friends, with our family, with our coworkers, whatever. We're talking to these people about fantasy anyways figure out who they like who they don't like get an idea of how they draft and use that to your advantage also make sure during the draft you pay attention to what's going on around you right this is this is very very important right 
if you are in your draft, if you're in like a swing pick, like one or two or 11 or 12 or nine or 10 in a 10 team league, it's not as important, but it is still very important. But if you're in like a middling pick, it's very important to pay attention to what's going on around you. Why you may ask, because you can see how people are, uh, your league mates are constructing their teams. If a guy has, it's the fifth round and he has three running backs and a wide receiver um, or three running backs and a tight end, he's probably going to take a wide receiver. And if there's a wide receiver that you really like in a fifth round, like my guys like Cortland Sutton this year, I love Cortland Sutton. A lot of time you can get him in the sixth, but maybe this guy likes Cortland Sutton too, or there's two other guys that might need a wide receiver before your next pick and you're on the clock. Get them there, right? Don't risk it. Make sure you get to your guy. So pay attention to what's going around on around you. Pay attention to your league mates. Know who they like, who they don't like. So you can kind of figure out, gauge where you can, if, if you have to do a little reach to get a player that you really like is basically the point. And another point here is this is something I don't see people talk about very often, but this is really good for me. I This has always helped me. I play in a lot of leagues, right? I play in like seven or eight different leagues, but that's kind of beside the point. But I play in a lot of more casual leagues with like my friends, my coworkers, you know, stuff like that. I work a regular job too, man. But um, a lot of people don't do this, man. I don't hear a lot of people on YouTube or a podcast or whatever talk about this. Make sure to check the transaction page post waivers, right? Because this is where you'll find a lot of these rookie wide receivers that may be struggling a little bit, but they're getting more volume or they're not putting up, not necessarily struggling, but just not putting up huge numbers, but they're consistently getting more and more volume or guys that aren't producing that are getting volume. You can find some gems here. And a lot of time you can get these guys for free. I know in some leagues, there's a secondary waiver portion once a player is dropped or with your fab, you have to spend some fab on it. But in some leagues, you can literally just pick up a guy once he's dropped. And if that's the case, you're getting these guys for free. And a lot of the time anyways, even if you put a waiver claim in, people aren't looking at this. So you're one of the only people that see it. So if you're a little higher than whoever the one or two guys are in the waiver priority, you put a little more a little higher of a bid in than those guys are, then you go ahead and you get that guy who could be a potential league winner. For me, I like to take walks every morning. I'm, I'm, I love walking, bro. It's crazy. I love walking. I walk like 10 miles a day, for real, for real. I swear, I'll show you guys one day on my uh, my health app. I, I bang out like 10 miles a day, nine, 10 miles a day. So in the morning, I like to take a walk. So on Wednesday mornings, what I'll do is I'll go check my fantasy teams, right? See who I got, who I didn't get, what I kind of got a game plan for. And then I'll go check the transaction page. It takes five minutes. You see someone you like, you're like, oh, let me go pick that guy up, right? easy thing to do that could end up resulting in you getting a player that helps you to win your championship this season. And the last point I have to make is trust your gut, man. Just trust your gut. When in doubt, when in doubt, trust your gut, right? Rankings, these videos I do, the stuff that analysts and experts do, all of this ADP rankings, all that stuff is meant to be a guideline. The only difference between me and you and any of these experts out here, these fantasy analysts or whatever, is that these guys have a lot of experience for one, and two, they have they do this as a job. They have enough time to take a look at these individual players, the trends, the differences, um, the, the changes in their systems, whatever it may be, and how that may affect them, and then they project from there. But if you've been playing fantasy for a long time and you do at least a little bit of research, then you can kind to make decisions for yourself anyways. And I always, always, always recommend, I've always done it, watching videos, listening to podcasts, looking at rankings, studying ADP. That is all very important. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, when a decision is very close, you should always trust your gut. Go with your guy. Why? To be honest with you, man, because fantasy is supposed to be fun, right? If there's a decision that's close, it's within reason though, of course. Like if you like the Cleveland Browns, don't go and draft Odell in the third round. 
That's just ridiculous. But if there's two guys that are relatively close in terms of positional ranking, you know, go with your gut. Go with the guy you like because there's nothing better that than when you call your shot on a guy or there's just a guy you like and they do really well and you have them in your lineup and they're helping you win your weeks, week in and week out. That's an awesome feeling, man. It's nothing better than saying I fucking told you so, bro. For real. So listen, always trust your gut. Go with your gut. Within reason, right? Within reason, these analysts, these experts, these content creators like myself, we do spend a lot of time doing this. I'm very fortunate. I have a real job too, just like most of you guys do too, but I'm very fortunate that I have enough free time to do this stuff and put in the time and put in the work. So don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from them. Take uh, take it with a grain of salt. I'm not taking anything away from myself. I do rings. I do projections. Those are going to be coming soon as well. Y'all will see that coming out soon. We got a website coming, all that shit. But take it all with a grain of salt. And at the end of the day, if you've got a tough decision to make, go with your gut. But that's what I got for y'all today. Let's quickly recap everything we went through. Tip one, be prepared for your draft. Know your format. Um, do some mocks. Study some ADP a little bit and make sure you do a little bit of research on your own. Watch some videos. Listen to some podcasts. Print out rankings and bring the rankings to the draft. Do not slack on waivers. Do a little post-draft analysis of your team. Figure out what you kind of have to focus on. On waivers, actually do your waivers. Take that 20 minutes. Fuck the fortnight. Take the 20 minutes on Tuesday night to get it done. Then um, Make sure that you look out for rookies, especially at the wide receiver position. Players that are increasing in volume and always prioritize running back when possible on the waivers because of the positional scarcity be smart with trading tip number three uh you do not always have to win the trade uh don't trade just to trade trade for weakness trade for value trade to fill holes on your team whatever it may be and buy low and sell high number four tip number four know your league makes notes their tendencies know who they like who they don't like pay attention to what's going on around you in your draft in case you have to reach a little bit to get one of your guys check that transaction page post waivers that is very very important check the transactions page this could really help you it's like waivers 2.0 baby it's like waivers 2.0 and then last but not least trust your gut adp rankings youtube videos podcasts experts opinions they are all meant to be guidelines meant to be taken with a grain of salt at the end of the day fantasy football is supposed to be fun get your guy enjoy yourself have fun and it's especially fun when a guy that you really like leads you to a championship so always trust your gut but yeah man that's my five tips my five tips to help you win your fantasy league in 2021 i hope y'all enjoyed let me know down in the comments if you did drop a like let me know down in the comments some of your tips i'd love to get some tips from you guys you can always learn more man you really can for real for real for real for real i mean that from the bottom of my heart and i truly truly believe that i'd love to see some of your tips let me know some videos you'd like to see in the future let me know if you like this different kind of type of content all that good stuff i really appreciate it make sure to subscribe to the channel if you have been enjoying the content help me reach that goal of 200 subscribers on youtube by the end of the fantasy football season and if you're listening to podcasts leave a five-star review all that good stuff hop on over to youtube subscribe leave a like all that and if you're on youtube drop me a review on your favorite podcast service if you don't mind but that's it that's all that's all there is me my boy we are out for the week we will catch y'all next time i hope y'all enjoyed the video and as always thank you love you peace